So have you ever called the 45 seconds before your kids wake up a vacation? Well, then you need some me time. Take some time for yourself with Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies. So for me, one of my favorite me times is when the kids go down. Well, after it takes about a two-hour time for them to go down. But I go out to my screen and porch. I start the fire And I sit outside and I have my Milano cookie. It has chocolate in it, which just makes it so amazing. Um, And I sit down and I have my Milano cookie. Milano cookies are the perfect treat to savor during my me time. They have just the right amount of cookie and luxuriously rich chocolate. They're the type of treats you won't want to share. And trust me, I never share them. I actually hide them from the kids. So remember to save something for yourself with Pepperidge Farm Milano. Tulum Bay. Tulum Bay is weak. We need to rebuild. The epic fiction podcast Tuman Bay returns. Have we met before? Oh, yes, General. You have no choice. It has to be done. In the name of God, what have you done? From March 20th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Kaufman, an iHeartRadio podcast. <laughs> I have so much to say because I have not caught up with Sarah since the Wind Down Tour stuff when yeah. we were in Chicago and Michigan yeah. and um, Best Week Ever and Louisville. So the bus rolls in about, well, what time do we get in at? Two. Like two, two in, the in the morning. morning. Yeah. I didn't even see you, Sarah, when you left. The yeah, next yeah, day. yeah. Because your flight ended up changing. I, there was drama. You guys, okay, so there was. We were living on the bus for what, four days, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Four day, yeah, three days. Four and days. there was so much crap in the back seat uh, or the back part of the lounge that things were just like being thrown into bags. So the next morning, so tired, Jolie has school. So I just kind of like blindly put my clothes on, grab my bag. I'm in the car driving to her preschool. I walk in and I look in my bag. <laughs> I've got the bottle of bullet. <laughs> in in my purse so for those of you who don't know bullet is it's bourbon it's all bourbon. my drinks and i mean it's an opened bottle of bullet like half drank <laughs> and i'm like if anyone stops me right now I'm and opens pre- my bag like mom of the year wait <laughs> like i walked into her preschool with an open bottle of bullet <laughs> mom of the year that is and but like ex- would it have been so great if i would have gotten pulled over i'd have been like officer i swear i don't drink bullet no. like i know what this looks like <laughs> wait like, i'm well aware that is so, how did it mm, who knows people we just were like putting things in oh it was a night uh, but i'm just like if you uh, I, was, I was just in my head i'm like how would i explain this to a the pr- like the principal <laughs> preschool lady and then a cop who, i guess all of a sudden Joy school now randomly does back checks <laughs> Well, oh. I'm just like, if, uh, what if I would have fallen? Oh, and like the bullet, like, <laughs> what if someone perfect. everywhere? You know, what if someone grabbed my bag? I don't know. Like, you just start thinking, or what if I opened it and be like, oh, Jolie, here's your water bottle. But then Miss <laughs> Tina sees the other bottle the in there. I'm just like, wow. I was mortified. Mike's just <laughs> happy his bullet made it home. Yeah, absolutely. <gasps> hey, guys. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I'm not hungover anymore. Oh, that was... Speaking of hungover, though, we had a little issue because I told Mike what time we were leaving your <laughs> wedding at, Sarah, on the tour bus. 
So she already booked their flights. Mark was looking at me like, what? The wedding already happened? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. The wedding obviously is in February, but I booked the flights and I didn't book the first flight out. Like I'm usually the first flight out because I want to be back home with the kids. My shaking so is I, so. So I booked a ten o'clock flight, Jesus. which is like, you know, just enough time to wake up. Just yes, just enough time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honey, what time would you like to leave the wedding at or leave the hotel at? Six p.m. that night. <laughs> the last flight. I'm a more of a like last flight out kind of guy after. Especially a wedding like this. I'm already telling you, I've been giving you months ahead of time. Like when we knew what, when Sarah was getting married, I was like, I am going to be in rare form. You're probably going to have to put me to bed. I don't know what's going to happen. So let's not take the first flight out. No, we were, I'm like, Jenna is for sure. Mike's going to be a couple bullets in, maybe some champagne. Jenna's just going to get on a red eye that night and leave you. You're going to wake up in the hotel room alone. Fine. Fine. (laughs) Totally fine with and that. He's gonna, I just let him open. By the way, his first, um, we like to, I have a really hard time keeping presents for Mike. And so I got one of those. Have you ever seen those um, Keurig Drinkworks? Yeah. Things? Yeah. They're amazing. You actually, it's like, <laughs> what if you walked around with a pod? It's like basically like a Keurig pod. Uh-huh. It's made by Keurig too, but it has like a margarita or a mojito or a Moscow meal. It's so cool. So it'll just be you like <laughs> with his mug <laughs> with your carry on. It'll just like leaving. Well, cause like you don't know, but like so most easy. people's hangover start kicking in around 10, 11. Um, right. So, so yeah. if we get up that early, I will still be drunk. TSA might not let me through. Oh, you're right, literally well, going to be, you are wh- in charge then of changing the tickets. If you want, I don't, can we meet in the middle? Six is too late because then we couldn't put the kids. Well, checkout time's got to happen at some point, 11 or 12. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Great point, Mark. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So, what about like. Good luck kicking me out. Two. <laughs> yeah. He is going to be. Hotel. He's going to be Hotel like. Hotel security. The, what's it called? The the maids are going to knock on the door and just enter them and mice and be passed out naked on the bed, like alone. <laughs> They're going to be like, what? Happened? Alone and afraid. <laughs> Jana's gone. Already texted me that she landed back home and is with the kids. Can't wait. What are you asking for for Christmas, Sarah? Since this is our last episode <laughs> Thank of Christmas. Um, what am I asking for for Christmas? Mike got you two things that just got delivered today. Oh. I'm sending to you. What? Yeah, it's little. It's little. It's just something I saw and I couldn't not get. What? Let's just talk about how kind of a soul. What, what a gent. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you what? No. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I was like, did you get my presents yet? <laughs> um, I don't want anything. I know you actually probably don't want anything. I don't know. I haven't, I've been like a little busy. Normally, you know, I have my list a month ago, but I don't. I just, something I really like as presents I like shoes as present. And I know that sounds like, oh, she likes shoes. But I just feel like there's a lot of memory because like I have, you know, I have shoes from 10 years ago that I still wear, you know, and you do too. And we wear them to the death. And I just think it's a nice momentum. I lose jewelry. I lose, you know, I lose a lot. You have, wait, so you, do you guys tie shoes and memory together? Just tie. Like, no, I'm saying not, oh, not, not tie, tie as in like, tie. Oh. Like, <laughs> I was very- put together shoes. You're like, when you go to put on a pair of shoes, oh. like, oh, I remember I wore yeah, these yes, at. I do. Really? Mm-hmm. What? what? No, not like, like, you know, a nice pair. I, I, I get, I have a nice pair that I remember, you know, like, oh, I got these for my birthday. Ty got me these for Valentine's Day. Yeah. 
not like my Nikes, not my kicks, but. <laughs> well, it's just interesting because I, I wonder if that's going to change for you because now that we have kids, people are asking and we're not even really doing presents in our family anymore because it's like, I don't want, I don't need anything. I don't want anything. Like I have kids. my kids and I think that's, and I never understood that when, yeah. when my parents would say that when we were kids, I was like, what do you mean? You don't want something? And now I'm just like, I don't want anything. I just, I just want my, I want my family, and I want to have a great dinner and some quality time, and maybe watch a movie on Christmas night. And I want them to be happy. I want to yeah. see them. Hold on, let me write presents. that stuff down. Real yeah, quick honestly, write that down. No, but uh, I feel so like you serious, want like because I, I told you I was like I don't, I, I really don't. I asked for um 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 necklace, a mommy necklace, but Lola and James uh Aww. ended up sending it to me. So I was just like, I yeah. don't need anything. I'm I feel good. like it's just sentimental things. I like sentimental yeah. things, and that's yeah, like a picture with the kids, a handwritten letter. That is like golden oh. to oh, me. Oh, Mike, a handwritten letter. Okay. Long. Maybe long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which comes to another great topic. Uh, we, we need to tease the guests, though, because I'm really excited about oh. the guest. Dean McDermott is coming in. He's married to Tori Spelling, and they have a very interesting past. P- public past. Public past. And they were one of the couples that I have, in a way, always looked up to in a weird way because of their ability to own it own it in such a public way mm-hmm. and i just i have a lot of respect for that so he's going to be a guest on our show today and i'm super excited about that oh so i'm excited stay tuned for that but <laughs> hold on let me ask you about the presence real quick okay so i feel like women will say that right i really don't want anything i want this i want that if a guy actually said all right <laughs> oh you're dead <laughs> Cool. No, 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 no,
So then why say the nothing I, then because if I you could, don't mean it? That's the thing. I could honestly say like if Jan and I were I like. Don't agree. I don't believe you. If I if, if we agreed and we said, hey, we're not. We're just going to save money because we go. We tend to go a little overboard with each other because we're both just very generous. Last heart. year we set a $400 budget for each other. Yeah. 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 We went past that. So anyways. <laughs> so. I mean, really, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, okay. Regardless. I could honestly be like. All right, if we agree, hey, we're not going to spend any money on each other at all and not do anything, I'll be like, okay, cool. No big deal. But I still feel like come Christmas morning, if you didn't open something, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you kind of be like, oh. So then why do we say, because I don't don't think that when you said, I just want to redo your car, that you would be bummed if you didn't open something. I would not. That's the difference between men and women. I, all I want, I've told Gina this. But Jana doesn't like this because she doesn't get anything out of it. All I wanted to do was finally do some things to my to my truck that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Which, by the way, he goes, I want to lift it. But don't worry, you won't notice it. And I was like, don't. I was like, so you're going to spend money on something no one will even notice. Uh, Just like, hey, you guys go get your hair done. Do we always notice? No, but you spend money on it. Oh, boom. Wow. I'm just saying. So the whole thing is I mean that when I say, honey, all I want to do is stuff to my truck. Like, don't spend another dime on me. No part of me would be upset Christmas morning. Because I don't I, believe you. I'm so. I agree really? with Mike. I agree. I kind is of. Is it a guy? But that's thing? the thing. That's a guy thing. We mm. when we say that we mean that. Also, it's embarrassing to open gifts. It's embarrassing to have the room staring at you as you open a gift. You have to react a certain way. So I'm so fine not opening a gift on Christmas. I yes. prefer and, it. G- and God bless my wife. She's always trying to like to give me things, but she every year for like the last five years of our relationship, she tries to get me to wear sweaters. She wants me to be a sweater oh, wearer so bad. She wants to be a sweater guy so, so bad. badly. And I'm he like, finally, so I'm to handsome. the point where I'm like, honey. And the best thing was, I think it was last year, two years ago, she got me a ring. And for the first few years of our marriage, Janet. It was a beautiful Janet ring has tried to make me like Wait. a ring accessory wear. I'm not. I wear I'm my not. wedding band. That's it. No, so you it, have a wink ring from the black one that I got you. Right. But I usually will replace that with my wedding band true, if true, I wear true, it. True, true, true. So finally, last year or the year before, <laughs> Jana went above and beyond and got me like a Cartier men's love ring. She wants him to be a sweater wearing Cartier loving <laughs> yes, man. Yes. And so I had had this discussion like with my close buddy in LA, Garrett. And I was like, look, man. I know this is like a $1,500 ring or whatever it is. I'm not going to wear it, but I'm going to feel like I have to, but I don't want to. So what I, I finally manned up and had the conversation with Jan. I'm being like, I'm um, I love you so much. I'm not going to wear this. Do you know that Garrett prepped me for that? Did he? He did. Smart man. Yeah, oh. he prepped me. So that's that the thing. We, we, so... we say that like we mean it. And so, and so finally I'm like, Gina, in my head, I'm like, I don't want another sweater. I don't want, I don't want another cardigan or a ring. This is what I want. You ask me what I want for Christmas, this is what I want. But Jana's it's not what Gina like, wants to what do you me. want? She's like, what do you want I for just, Christmas? And then she's like, mm, I don't like that. That's not going to work for me. This is what I want to buy you. And But guys are the, the opposite. It's like, this is what I want for Christmas. And then... Done, verbatim, exactly. Yeah. But it's just like, it, nothing? You don't want to open anything? I don't care. Okay. Well, get him a gag gift. You know, those are always fun. Well, I, I mean, I got a few things, but <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I just want you to, I don't believe you. But maybe that's because I, I, I know that maybe I don't believe myself when I say that. <laughs> but here's I don't believe thing. any girl when she here's says the, that. Here's the, catch, here's the catch too, right? I tell Jana what I want. We discussed a budget. And now we just discussed it again the other night. And she cut it down by a little bit <laughs> amount. I'm like... <laughs> Wait, no, we discussed this amount. She's like, oh, 
Oh, you're actually going to... Okay. Oh. I'm like, just because you bought me some things, even though I told you not to, you can't take that off of my budget of what I want for Christmas. <laughs> anyway, Do you get him presents from the kids? Like, maybe that counts as the present. That's cute. Yeah. I've got him... Um, Jace got him something and Jolie got him something. Which so there. I... Yeah. No, I... And then, yeah, I got him, like, a few other things. But I did ask him the other day. I was like... Are you sure you don't want to wear a sweater? Because I found a really nice one. Oh, Are you sure. She's like, it's rag and bone. Think, I, it was. It doesn't matter. It might have been nice, but I, I just was like, I love him in a sweater. I think he looks so handsome in a sweater. Like I just, it's my favorite look of his. Just so handsome. Well, see, and that's another difference with guys. He just doesn't care. Ty's like, I really love you in this. I'm like, mm, here I am, five days in a row. But. You tell a guy you like him in a sweater and he'd rather die than wear a sweater. So interesting how that works. It's so it's so funny. He's like, oh, I like you in hats. Am I wearing a hat almost every single day? Those people hats? One thousand percent. Yeah, but yep. it took you long enough. I've been telling you that for years. I know, but it's so funny how like, if, but if we tell you, you don't care. But a girl would be like, we will wear that every single day. Like Sarah just said. Okay. Yeah. It's so well, just get each other presents because I feel like it's just the, you know, it's the holidays and it's nice to sit around with your family and just open presents. And the kid, you know, Jolie probably likes to see you guys open. It's fun. And, you know, again, just, I think it's just the meaningful. And I think when you do have kids, too, especially with our like family and moms and brothers, yeah. it's like, we don't I don't, we don't want anything. Get some get stuff for the kids. I don't for I the don't kids. Want yeah. Anything. Like, please don't. Exactly. Just well, you know, it's a great gift. You mentioned it before. Crate? Oh, the drink works. Oh. Man crate. Home Bar by Keurig. Man Crates is great too, honestly. But we have a Drink Works Home Bar by Keurig here in the studio. I'm looking right at it now. and I'm liking it. And we have some pods. <laughs> Sarah, you are our, going to be in our bar room. Yeah, in our bar room. I'm like, I'm so, get that's a little the great thing, isn't it? It's, it's right there on the it fits right there on the shelf. It doesn't take up a lot of space. It fits mm-hmm. right in. And it's beautiful. I mean, it's it honestly is is so incredibly easy. Um okay, so Sarah, you've got the the pod right there. So Mark why don't you guys make a little cocktail right now for Sarah? Which one do, what you, do you have? What do you think, Sarah? Uh, well, Mojito. should I do? Should I go with a little ginger snap white Russian Ooh. or a little spiced punch? I mean, what time is it? Who I cares? A pomegranate I mean, elderflower spritzer. Time, so. I would love a pomegranate elderflower spritzer. Well, there it is. Consider it done. You're going to hear it humming in just a moment here. Let her hum. So you guys have you guys have a Keurig for coffee, but now you have a Keurig for cocktails, and you just press a button, and it's like. Bam. It's so awesome. They're great for parties. Um, we actually just used it the other day for our game night. What did you do? Um, Who's the bartender in your family or did you put it on self-serve mode? Oh, self-serve mode. Yeah. Well, Who's normally the bartender well, in your house? Who makes the me. drinks? Mike. I am. Uh, he's got a strong. I usually just pour the wine. Yeah, I got a, I got a heavy hand. So this is, this is more for people. I'm like, look, you have some more options here. Have at it. It's all you. No, you don't have to worry about a heavy hand anymore. This thing makes it perfect no. every time. Every time. And they are delicious. Oh, there's, it's so good. Honestly, it's the best gift for uh, a dad. I mean, Sarah. Yeah, she I mean, loves to mix up her drinks. The margarita just, one's so good. You know the thing that's amazing about it? So I don't drink. So I don't know how to make any drinks. But now I can have people over and like, guys... And, and be like, oh, I'll make mm. you a margarita, which I have no idea what's even in a margarita. <laughs> but now I can totally do it and be like, excuse Amy, me, can I make you a winter mule? I'll take it. <laughs> no, 1000%. It's 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 same for me because I'm like, I don't all I do is drink wine. So with the, you know, the drink works, I can just be like, they're like, oh, wow, Jana, really stepping up your game. I'm like, nah, took two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so easy. And I feel like it gives us cred, especially with dudes. Oh. Like a girl gets this. 
And then she can just look like a hero to all the guys. A true hero. Yeah, Her dad's going to be so cosmos proud. For your, cosmos for your girlfriends. Oh, anything so else so the guys want? Yeah, I mean, there's a variety of Drinkworks pod collections. Uh, they include classic and specialty cocktail offerings and signature mixers. And I love them so much. And I, I, um, I have also posted about them too on my Instagram. That's how much I love them. And now, obviously, we're bringing it here to the podcast. And we're going to give you guys an awesome code. So... Uh, Exclusive savings here, plus free shipping. Go to drinkworks.com. Use my code GIFT100. That's GIFT100 at checkout to save a hundred dollars. That's you guys don't even understand. It's it's that's an insane value and insane savings. So do not wait. This amazing offer won't last, and this is a perfect gift for your friends and family. That's drinkworks.com, and use my code GIFT100 for one hundred dollars off. GIFT G I F T one hundred at checkout. And again, remember, it's just as easy as Keurig because it's made by Keurig. You got a water reservoir, you got your pots with your drinks, Mm -hmm. you plug it in, you're good to go, and it's sleek and sexy looking. You can put it right on your counter and it fits in with everything else. It's fantastic. Because I'm a mom, just please remember, enjoy responsibly. Okay, have you ever dreamed of being a character on Grey's Anatomy or, I don't know, let's say a contestant on The Bachelor? Well, there is an app that lets you do all that and more. It's called Choices. It's these amazing stories, but you are actually in the story and actually make choices along the way. So for example, one story is called Open Heart. Okay, you get to live with your friends in your first year of residency. You can focus on romance, medicine, or both, and it's so fun either way. And there's a story called America's Most Eligible, where you try to build relationships with the other contestants and try to land the man of your dreams. And those are just two. There's a bunch, okay? There's Royal Romance, which is like the Princess Diaries. Love that one. Uh, There's a story called Baby Bump, one called The Royal Masquerade. It's free and you are in control. Plus, there are super cute outfits that are totally customizable. Hot love interests. Sorry, babe. Lots of romance. It's kind of the perfect app for wind down listeners. Be sure to check it out in the App Store and search for choices. Stories you play. Own iconic luxury items at unreal value with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. Shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion and streetwear, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home decor. Yeah, and new arrivals, they come in daily, and every item undergoes the real world's very meticulous... Brand-specific authentication process overseen by 100-plus experts, including luxury brand authenticators, gemologists, and horologists. Shop luxury the sustainable way at their newest location in Union Square, San Francisco. You can also go online, download the app, or visit one of the original stores in New York or West Hollywood in LA. Honestly, the realworld.com has been great for us. Um, I know Mike found a watch the other day on there. I I found a few shoes. Yeah, I saw some emails over my birthday for my birthday presents Jana was going on there for. Uh, Yeah, I'm all about the deal. So whether you shop in store, online, or the app, get 20% off select items with promo code REAL. That's the realworld.com promo code REAL for 20% off select items. The holiday season is here. How do you thrive during the holiday season? How do you balance sleep, 
holiday planning and making time to purchase the perfect holiday gift for the special people in your life. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed helps everyone get the proven quality sleep that will change their life. I know for us, sleep is obviously very important. Well, sleep's important for everyone, but for us, the mattress is where we are guaranteed the best sleep. What's great about the Sleep Number is you can go from one to 100. The higher the number, the firmer the mattress. So if I like mine on two, Mike can have his all the way to 100. It's great because we both get what we need in a mattress. Sleep Number beds allow you to adjust on each side to your ideal firmness, comfort, and support. The Sleep Number 360 smart bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you sleeping comfortably throughout the night with Sleep IQ technology inside the bed. It actually tracks how you're sleeping and gives you a personalized insight for your best night's sleep. Make spirits bright this holiday with gifts for quality sleep. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed adjusts on each side to give all a good night. From $9.99 only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com slash Jana. That's sleepnumber.com slash Jana. Do you want to own iconic luxury items at unreal values? Yes. <laughs> well, then go to The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers. Designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off of retail prices. Honestly, the realreal.com has been great for us. Um, I know Mike found a watch the other day on there. I, I found a few shoes. Yeah, I saw some emails for, over my birthday for my birthday presents Jana was going on there for. Uh, yeah, I'm all about the deal. So whether you shop in store, online, or the app, get 20% off select items with promo code REAL. That's the realreal.com promo code REAL for 20% off select items have you guys actually heard about the new show have you heard about this it's called little fires everywhere yeah i heard it's unreal it's an eight episode limited series only on hulu based on the 2017 best-selling novel by celeste ng starring and executive produced by academy award winner reese witherspoon and golden globe nominee carrie washington oh i actually did see this on good morning america because they were promoting it and i was just Mm -hmm. like i love both of them together um, that's exciting. And now it's good for me to know that I can watch the first three episodes, March 18th, new episodes, Wednesdays on Hulu. So the series follows the intertwined fates of the picture perfect Richardson family and an enigmatic mother daughter duo who move into town and upend their lives with devastating consequences. The series explores the weight of long held secrets, the ferocious pull of motherhood and what it means to be a mother as well as the danger in believing that planning and following the rules can avert disaster. Check out the first three episodes on March 18th and new episodes every Wednesday only on Hulu. Wait, this actually sounds really good. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Hi, Dean. Hey, how are you? Hi. What's up, buddy? Thanks. Hey, I'm so finally, glad we could actually finally make this doing work. this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm sorry um, for being so difficult to track oh down. Oh my goodness. No, you're a busy man and you've got a busy life and you've got a bunch of kids. So we totally, totally get it. I blame uh, it all, all on the kids. Oh, I can't wait to do that. When you have six. six. Ooh. Yeah. What are the ages? <laughs> Everyone just took a real big like, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> no i'm kidding it is amazing did she want more kids or was it something you guys mutually agreed on or is it just kind of like oh hey we're pregnant again we didn't we didn't plan any of it we didn't didn't, yeah the first one we had we had liam and then 15 months later we had stella and then there was like a four-year break and then we had hattie and then 10 months later we had finn so we have irish twins wow oh wow and another four-year break and then we had Bo. wow yeah, and I thought I thought after Finn we were we were done. I had just turned fifty, 
you know, Tori was in her 40s, early 40s. So we just thought everything was kind of taking its natural course and not working anymore. Nope. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. So being a, having a having a two and a half year old at 53, that's a party. Oh, so how old's the oldest? Uh, my oldest is 21 for my first marriage. Got it. Jack okay. is 21. And then my oldest with Tori is 12. So it goes 12, 11, 8, 7, and two and a half. Yeah. In it, just in the thick wow. of it. In it, yeah. We and are it, looking at a hero. <laughs> yes. Modern I've never day heard hero. That. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll take that. Yes. I've never heard that. Wow. I've never All heard right, that. So we're just going to jump right into it. So we we got you on the show because I I can't remember. I, we, I was just going through my Twitter um, like a month or so ago. And it had a headline from Us Weekly. And it was like, Dean McDermott offers advice to you know Jana and her husband. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is interesting. I'm going to click on this. And I immediately texted our producer, Amy, and I was just like, we have to get him on the show. I know he has zero clue who we are, um, but I, I obviously, <laughs> and, and I knew that too. When you had that interview, I was like, oh, poor guy. He's like, when, I don't know who these freaking people are. No, you know? when, they, I, I, when they asked me, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't know. Sure. So I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I apologize. Don't, no. Zero. I apologize. But no, no, zero, hope, zero. But I, hope, I feel like that's that's even was, better. I hope it was sound advice. <laughs> no, it it was good. And I think what you said basically is, you know, because our stuff has been so public as well. And, you know, with you guys is you guys were kind of the the big be, the beginning of that. I mean, it, when you guys shared all of your marriage struggles, it I feel like the people weren't ready for it yet. And I think that's what you had said in your in your interview too. Yeah. Whereas it was just kind yeah. of Whoa! You're sharing all this information. Yeah, I sharing it through through True Tory, sharing it, and you know, sort of solving yeah. our problems in the town square. Um, yeah, that was that was. It's really interesting looking back at it because in in the middle of it, the great thing about it was it really sort of expedited us getting into therapy and getting help and starting to talk about this because. You know, I've 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 seen people go through this before, and they don't talk to each other, and they automatically just end things. And it takes a really hard, it's a re really hard to get them back together to even start to talk to each other. So doing the show really, really got us together and got us talking right away, which was great. Um, but you know, looking at it now, um, sort of solving your problems in the town square, it, 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 there's a price to it. You know, no question. Um, well, everyone can chime in. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone can chime in. And, and, you know, we were doing it with the, you know, with, with the thought of, you know, getting through it ourselves, but also helping others. Mm -hmm. um, right. And, and, but with that, we weren't thinking comes all the backlash and, and the haters and all the naysayers. We just, you know, we were really positive about it considering, you know, how negative what, how, what I did was. You know, right. so it's it, it was a really it was a slippery slope, and and once in a while we'll get stopped by people um, who say thank you very much for doing that, and and that really helps. That makes it kind of worth yeah. worth going through all that stuff. But you're really you're really, I felt like I was in one of those stockades in the middle <laughs> yeah. of town. I cannot. Yeah. I say that, that to them that, all the time. That, I'm that like, people I could throw tomatoes at me and tell mm. me what they thought of me, and uh, you know it it really messed with me. But, you know, we, we did it, and, and the great thing is is we worked it out and we're together, and, and things are stronger and better than ever. Mm. That, I mean, that sounds so identical and parallel and familiar for us, all of that. And what was – because I feel like, Dean, for you and I, who are the ones who are the perpetrators and kind of did, you know, the, the deed that kind of caused everything, 
what was the the moment that you and Tori decided, okay, let's address this publicly and not keep it in house? Because I feel like that's a natural thing, right? Especially for me, I felt so much shame at the beginning. I just wanted to be like, no, I don't want to talk to anybody about it. Let's just keep it right, yeah. between us and deal with it. So what kind of encouraged you to come around and be like, you know what, Tori, let's you know address this head on, like you said, in the town square? Right. Um, well, uh, you know, we didn't have a choice in it. Mm-hmm. You know, coming out. You know, us us magazine broke this story. Um, you know, right. um, a, Same a friend us, of yeah. mine. I was set up. My my friend sold the story. Oh. La la la. Same um, <laughs> a friend of a friend of twenty two years. Um, That's just ours was a my he was a, in our wedding. So yeah, we wow. hear you on that, and it sucks, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I, we shouldn't have been doing what we were doing, mm-hmm. but it, it it didn't need to play out that way no you know and and our story broke christmas eve oh <sighs> i just got you know? chills so uh, again you know it, it's all my fault but you know that and but it's it's done so you right. know we it was out there and everybody had their opinion on it and everybody had something to say about it and um you know we got to a point where you know it, it was just it was out of control you know uh the headlines, you know how they make them up, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, this I'd been doing this for years, and I was, uh, you know, I I wanted out of the marriage because I wasn't getting any money from the family, blah blah blah, all this BS, right? So we sat down and said, look, you know what? Everybody's got their opinion, so let's take this opportunity to tell the truth, and so that's why we came up with the idea, and we were approached. Um, to do true Tory. Um, but even before that, you know, we, we issued statements. Um, but yeah, we just sat down and said, enough of this. This is a circus. This is a sideshow. There's so many things that are wrong that people are saying. Let's, let's go public and let's tell our truth. And that's what we did. And then, then we, the show kicked in and, and we got, you know, the opportunity to go even farther with it. I love that. I feel like too, it's such a, for your kids as well. So that way they can see, cause they're going to read about it. They would have been able to Google it. And this way it's there. You're able to say like, Hey, this is what we've done. And this is how we've been able to make it work. And it, I feel like in a way, I know you kind of dread that moment that the kids find out, but at the same time, hopefully it's years down the road and you're like, look, but look at how strong we are now and look what we've done and look who we've helped along the way. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. I feel um, like that would just be like living another another lie where you have to like manage everyone around you trying to make sure they don't find out information and all that stuff. So it's like if it's out there, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, once they start asking, I think you have to kind of sort of nip it in the bud for lack of a better word and, and tell them exactly what happened because you know they're going to read – 20 different variations of Well, and then they go to happened. school and other kids talk and it's just, I can't imagine what that. What was it yeah, for that, you that was was m- not missing? I don't want to say, I don't want to be insensitive to like that, but you know, I know like, for, okay, same with Michael. Like he's been unfaithful in every relationship he's ever had. I know you had, um, you cheated on your first wife. And then with this, is did you see an addictive pattern or was it just something where, something in yourself that you felt um, was missing? Um, I didn't see it as an addictive pattern. Um, my first marriage lasted for 12 years Mm -hmm. and you know, it, it it started to break down a long time ago, but you know, um, 
I stayed with it because that's what I thought, you know, that was that was yeah. it. That's the that's the best it gets. You know, we had our son Jack, who's amazing, and I just thought, okay, well, you know, you have a kid and and this is what marriage is at a certain point, you know. Right. Like you know, I, I I I hesitate to say it was loveless because I really cared for her and sure. I still do. She's a she's a great woman, but it just, you know, that that spark, that fire just wasn't there. And I thought, you know, this is, this is as good as it yeah, gets. Yeah, this is what happens. This and... is, this is life. Um, and then I, I met Tori when we were working together in Ottawa and I'd never felt anything like that in my life. I, I'd never felt that connection. Like from the moment we met, um, it was just, you know, fireworks. Mm -hmm. And I, I just couldn't, I couldn't. Resist. I couldn't resist, but I also couldn't lie to myself anymore. Like I kept sure. distracting my things with distracting myself with different things, you know, sports and golf and all these kind of things, distracting myself in my first relationship to not face my unhappiness. So once I met Tori, you know, we worked together for three and a half weeks. And at the end of the three and a half weeks, I'm like, I, I can't walk away from this. I can't. Like this is you know, you have a decision to make, you know, you really, really do. You really have to grow a pair and, you know, do the right thing and, and get out of your first marriage because it's, it's not fair to her. It's not fair to Jack and it's not fair to me. I wasn't being honest with myself. I met someone that I instantly fell in love with and felt mm -hmm. something I've never felt before in my life. So, that's it was like i have to i have to man up and i have to do the right thing mm -hmm. and then you know so we we dissolved the the marriage um but it was it was more out of a connection and love for each other that we got together it, it wasn't a, a a cheating addictive pattern what about when you were married with tori though when the uh, the that episode was that well, just like that a, episode a... that episode was about a combination of things. Um, sure. I I suffer from depression. I have clinical depression, and um, I can as, as great as things can look on the outside, and how happy and and great my life looks on the outside. Um, I, I calm the little the angry little dwarf in my head really beats the crap out of me. And I even though you know I was on I was hosting Chop Canada. Um, I had a cookbook coming out, like I was on fire on the food network. Um, I was incredibly unhappy and hated myself and I started drinking and started using drugs again. And, uh, I needed to fill a, a hole and it, and it's really bizarre how it happened. Like that's the last thing I was looking for. Sure. I was, I was just happy to, to just drink and, and party. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't looking for any kind of uh, a hookup or anything like that at all. It was, it was a, the farthest thing from my mind. And, and it just, it just happened so easily and just kind of out of the blue and laissez faire. And I went with it obviously without thinking and, uh, you know, was looking to fill this void and yeah. it, it didn't fill the void. It created a chasm. <laughs> you know, I created the grand Canyon with, with doing what I did. Um, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, going through everything we've gone through, mm -hmm. um, I'm amazed at the resolve of my wife, Tori. Um, I thought for sure it was done. I thought it was done. I just thought, why on earth 
would you want to be with me? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's funny. It's, it's something that I've maintained before this happened as well as I was, I was surprised that, you know, Tori Spelling was interested in me. I'm like, why we're married. We have kids. Like it, you, I don't get it. Why me? Yeah. I, I still, I, I, I didn't have that. I, I devalued myself. I, I didn't think that highly of myself. I thought, I mean, I'm the luckiest guy in the world, but not, but worth, what's the not, catch? Like, not, worth, not worth, not worth worthy of this. And so when the affair happened, I thought it's it's done, it's over. It's she's gonna walk away, uh, and rightfully so. And and I you know I maintain that through you know, if you see if you watch the show, I'll be like, why why are you still doing this? Why are you with me? I you know I did something absolutely horrible to you, and she's she maintained. Almost like you that. feel like you didn't deserve it too. You know, it's like it's like you didn't feel like you deserved it, so you just. It's, Sabotage sabotaged it. it yeah yeah absolutely maybe subconsciously sabotaged oh, it boy i'm great at <laughs> i'm really great at it i've i've done it i mean look at this arm full of tattoos that i absolutely love but as an actor good idea <laughs> good idea anybody anybody got a take on this anybody? yeah yeah the greatest but it's i mean it looks really nice where i a lot of people that i talk to um one of their biggest things is like how, and I know this is something we've struggled with too, is how for when 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 me and Tori or we get um, upset and triggered, what has helped you have empathy and stay grounded and not go defensive? Because I feel like that's been sort of an issue with us and a lot of other women ask Michael that too. Like, what do, what do you do? What are your tips and, and tricks for, for when that moment arises and you need to be empathetic for maybe her feelings, but you're you know you feel shame and you feel guilt and anger and what what you might feel um well right out of the gate you said something great that you have to be empathetic to to her and absolutely you know that's that's a must um you know when 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 she gets triggered and i've been very very fortunate that Tori is so even keeled and so smart that she's able to sort of think her way through these things and look at the big picture very seldom has she been triggered. That's um, but when she does get triggered, you know, obviously your first your first instinct is is to go on the defensive. It's it's human nature, and I think you have to, as, as the man, as the perpetrator, you have to sit back and go, okay, wait a second, you gotta. This is part of the process. You know, it's it's gonna go on for the rest of my life, our life together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, you better get good at looking, take pausing. Looking at the big picture, just going, okay, you know what? I got to take my lumps, and you know, I I can't be so defensive. I've really got to have an open mind here, and really put myself in her shoes, because once once you get on the defensive, you just kind of shut down, and and you you can't see, you know, um, the other person's point of view or or their feelings. So you just gotta shut the f up, listen. <laughs> Be empathetic, sympathetic, and just just love her. And you know what? Just be thankful that she's still in your life, mm-hmm. because it, it so easily could have gone the other way. It's you know, so, you could be you could be, you could be wow. sitting in an apartment, rented apartment by yourself. Mm. <laughs> that's you know you that's know? that's funny you say that. And everything, like I just feel like I'm watching myself talk about these kind of things, Dean. Just in the similarities of everything and. That even just that last thing you said, I almost have that uh, 
sabotaged mindset of I'll be driving around. Just the other day I was doing it. I was driving around the part of town I was in. I saw some like, you know, single bedroom apartments or little houses. And I had this like anxiety of like, that's where I'd probably be right now if, you know, things didn't work out the way they did. If Jana wasn't strong right. enough to take me back. Like how, and just like you said, how did I get this amazing, beautiful woman? And it is just that self-sabotage and not good enough and everything like that. But it's, again, that last thing you said, I literally, I think about that more than I definitely should. And that is healthy too, where it's like, uh, that's where I'd probably be living right now. That's where I'd probably be living. Even though I know I'll yeah. find a way to be successful, but still that part of me is, I, re- I really did everything I could to ruin this relationship in this family. Why do I deserve to still be here? Why am I not there? In yeah. that one bedroom apartment. Yeah. It's just, it's tough. And I think that's one of those things, just like you talked about with the triggers with them, is that shame, there's going to be part of it, at least for me right now, because I mean, we're only three and a half years post discovery of everything, but mm. I feel like a part of that shame is still going to be there for a long time, where it's like a part of me is still maybe th- try to convince myself I'm undeserving or whatever it may be. And it's just that fleeting moment for a second on a day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't overtake me. It's, it doesn't all day. It's just that fleeting second that you still feel that kind of humbles you and grounds you enough to scare the shit out of you of where yeah. things could well, be. I, yeah. Hang on to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang on to that. Cause it's, it's a good reminder I think um, so too. that, you know, this is where things could have gone. And, and it's interesting. Um, you said you have these, these moments of, of, of the sh- feeling the shame and stuff. And I'll, I'll have that moment when, um, somebody just looks at me funny it, it, and it's usually usually a female if they kind of look at me funny i'm like oh she knows and she hates me and she's judging, she's judging right me. now yeah oh yeah oh yeah you know oh, so I can... um and i've seen it where where you know when tori and i are out and they're like oh tori you're amazing we love you and da 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 and then look at me and completely ignore me and i was like oh they know and they hate me because i did what i did you know, yeah. and then so it, it's really, but at the same time though, it's it's great to have those moments because it is. It's like, yeah, you know what, you you really messed up, mm-hmm. you really messed up, and like I said, this is this is gonna happen. I'm gonna have these feelings, and we're gonna have to work this out for the rest of our life together. And when you say rest of your life, and I know people have asked this too. It's like when do you like stop bringing it up, stop talking about mm-hmm. it, and it's like I don't. I'm not, I don't want to bring it. It's just, unfortunately, it's just something that's going to live there forever. Now the magnitude of it isn't as big as it was back in the day, but like through all of our therapy that, you know, I do personally and he does and we do together, but it is going to, unfortunately, I think Jason said that too, when he was a guest, um, Inner Shadows, Mm -hmm. is that the book? Uh, No, uh, Worthy of a Trust. Worthy of a Trust, where it's like, it it is going to be there forever. And that's something that I think you've had a a harder time too. Earlier on I did, had a really hard time. And it's like, because I'm like, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I don't want it to be there. And I, we try not to talk about, unfortunately now our podcast is now about that, but <laughs> you know, not about you, that, but like about relationships and struggles and stuff. But it's, it's interesting. And I almost feel not guilt, like guilty, but I, I don't want you to always have to feel shame when we do talk about it. No. And like Dean's saying, it's, it's, it's actually not even reflective of maybe how, when you guys are triggered, it's more so kind of these other moments where, Dean, I appreciate what you just said because we just, we do like our, we take this podcast on the road. We don't record podcasts, but we do like an evening with kind of show. And it's me, Jana and Sarah, they're sitting next to you and we do live shows. 
And Jan and I do like a meet and greet before the show. And sometimes I have that feeling too, where I can tell, I can just feel someone's energy. I'm like, maybe they don't want to stand next to me. Not just because they're huge fans of Jan, but maybe it's because I'm a sex addict. Maybe they have this weird misconceived notion and judgment of a sex addict. And they think there's some creep predator or whatever. I just go into that shame and that's where I start going. I go down that rabbit hole. I'm like, right. maybe that's why that person didn't want to stand, stand next to me. Maybe they are. Yeah. It just, it's that shame that just still eats your soul a little bit, but yeah. I don't think it's to the point where it's unhealthy anymore. It's to the point like you're saying, Dean, where it's like you hold on to a little bit of that to scare you straight and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's our cross to bear, you know, yeah. because yeah. we did what we did and it's just like, you know, tough, tough crap boys. You, you know, mm-hmm. you did this, you gotta, you know, you gotta carry this cross. Well, and I definitely get what you guys are saying about the guys, but then I feel like it's kind of the same probably for Tori and Jana. Like, you know, people may look at you guys and be like, Oh, look what he did. But then they might look at Jana and Tori and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe she stayed with him. Or I can't believe she's with, yeah. you know, it's, there's that as well. It's also yeah. both sides and it's probably not that it's not hard, but it's probably harder for, you know, Jana to be there, especially in, in Tori in the beginning, you know, at the grocery store, whatever, walking with you. And then people be like, what? Like she's still with, I don't know. I feel yeah. like in, in the beginning that was there a lot. And I don't know, if that was the same for you but um you know tori would be, get you know comments and and uh, and then especially your okay, social media oh of course and, like what are you doing you're so you dumb doing? And then, you know the internet magazines they have the comment section and mm-hmm. <laughs> stay away from them the oh, yeah. <laughs> stay away from yeah. any comment section but yeah i know tori would would get a lot of flack for that yeah. She's like, why would you stay with it he's a pig da, 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 da. and you know that's that's something that you know she had to work through, and and her like I said, her resolve was she was just so, she's so strong. She's she just maintains like, look, I'm really upset and hurt by what he did, but I love him. He's the love of my life. I can't mm-hmm. turn that off. Right. And we have a family together. You know, I can't walk away from that. So it's it, it's it's tough in the beginning, and now it's 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 turned. It's it's totally turned, and and now a lot of people are like you know so glad you guys stayed together. You're a great mm-hmm. example. Yeah. Um, but you know, for and, and it's funny, guys. We wanna we want everything. We wanna fix everything, everything. right? And then be done. <laughs> it's like okay, put you know, bundle this up in this neat little package. It's done. Okay, we don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah. But again, you know, we, that that's not gonna happen in that situation. No. Um. And and when I say you know you you guys you'll have to carry this for the the rest of your life. Um, the same way that you'll carry your wedding vows that you had for each other for the rest of your life and those great moments. And it's like, here's a bad moment that affected our relationship. As good as our vows were and our wedding day was that we'll remember for the rest of our lives, we're going to remember this for the rest of our lives too, mm-hmm. this black mark. And it's just something that gets easier with time, but it'll never, ever go away. I think in, my, in my opinion. No, I don't think it'll I, ever go away. No. I'm, yeah. I wish there was a magic wand, but at the same time, I feel like it's made us stronger. But I, for some, when you say, I, I guess I'm scared moving on. Like, marriage is only going to get harder with the kids. We're, we could potentially, mm-hmm. a lot of people, I don't I see, I don't see a lot of people really growing together. I see more people growing apart. And I think that's always been kind of my fear is, oh, shoot. I think I'm like premenstrual, but no, um, <laughs> I'm crying. No, but I, I, I just, I'm like, my fear is, you know, when they get in that situation or, you know, when hell it could be me too. What if I'm on a movie set, you know, and I start to go into my love addict ways or it's like, what's the thing that's going to stop 
you guys from maybe going down that route again. And then it's like, hey, then we're like 20 years in and like, you know, it's like now then now what? Now it's like our kids are even older and now we've got 20 years of marriage. And how could you then do it? I know it's all the what if game that you hate playing, but I think that's what like lives within me because I'm like, what what are, what's going to stop you the next go around? Right, right. Future tripping. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. I know. Um, and I'm like, that's something uh, uh, massive that I've worked on in therapy, but it's something that's like underground, obviously, which is why it's coming out. <laughs> is that is that all primarily from us or does it have to do with your parents divorcing as well when you were a know. teenager? I think, I mean, there's something I can dive deeper in with the therapist, but I feel like it's um, a lot when I think about it. It's like, you know, even because when they say once cheater, always a cheater, you know, and I know it's different for, and it, you know, unfortunately addicts you know you today you're healthy tomorrow we don't know but i I guess that's just my fear is you know what's gonna stop y'all from going down that road again when that's an easy exit exit trip right i i think that's about uh gaining trust in him again is it about boundaries or staying grounded too like for you guys to know kind of what you have and it's just maybe a rough patch that you might be in or if you're feeling bored in the relationship i guess that's what i'm getting at like what if you guys are like i'm bored with this and i'm i don't i'm not i don't know if i feel in love anymore so but hey here's something really shiny at a club or at a bar or right. at a grocery store how do you not go down right. aisle one well that's that's what's great about you know having those reminders of like this could have gone a completely different way mm. so that's 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 the great thing about having that cross to bear is i did what i did so you have to always keep that in the forefront because it's like, yeah, okay, if I'm getting bored or I think the relationship's stale mm-hmm. and I see this shiny thing in the club, whoa, I know that shiny thing in the club is going to cost me my marriage and my family Yep. Mm-hmm. because I've been there before. So mm-hmm. that's the great thing about having this, this sort of anchor around sense. your neck and For sure. reminder. Um, and, you know, if, if you are – feeling, you know, bored and or you're even thinking on, hey, you know what, I, I, oh, I, I'm feeling attracted to other women. Talk about it. Mm. Talk about it. You know, I'm bored. I, you know, I'm tired of our sex life. Talk about it. That's the best thing you can do. Not maybe to Just your wife, but to it. somebody else. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want well, to. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know. Uh, or maybe not the sex I, life. If you said like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm attracted to other people, to Tori. Or, or I'm feeling that it's just like you know, but sure. maybe that's 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 the wrong, wow, well, that's the wrong word. I'm attracted to other people, or just I, I, I know just I know what you're trying to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just feeling, I feeling like something's missing. That sure, and you know what, you know what that is. I think if if we're feeling attracted to other people, is because we're hate starting to hate on ourselves. Mm. Yeah, we're really you know that angry dwarf is going off on our head again, mm-hmm. and digging us in a in a hole telling us we're worthless pieces of crap so we're we need we need to we need to feel attracted so we're going to start kind of putting it out there to other people it's like oh she's kind of cute maybe i'll flirt with her a little bit i uh, feel fill that little hole a little bit if we make eye contact mm-hmm. you know it talk about it talk about it it's the best thing the best thing i think you can do and that's that the best thing that's worked for tori and i yeah and that's i mean you know as, and as hard as it is it's not easy to go hey you know what oh, no. i'm feeling really i'm feeling bored in the relationship like that's a tough conversation to have yeah have it for sure have it. yeah i'd rather you have it than find it and then yeah well and it's sure. all about for me too i would say the same thing all about delivery yeah. too 
Sure. Like, <laughs> can't be saying it in an argument. <laughs> well, I'm bored in this relationship. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of times people people push it down until it comes out. But let's, <laughs> On a uh, roller coaster. Yeah, I'm exactly. tired of this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way. So let's, uh, before we let you go, Dean, let's transition out of that real quick. And you're doing stand up now. How has that helped you kind of, kind of, you know, manufacture what got you into that? What helped you manufacture that kind of, uh, you know, entertainment and everything you want to do within that? Um, I've, I've been a fan of, of comedy since I was nine or 10 years old. My dad came home with an eight track. Um, I don't know if you guys know what an eight track is. You're a lot younger than I am. (laughs) Barely. Um, so he came over with his eight track of Gene Tracy and Gene Tracy was a, an old truck stop comedian and he would tour all the truck stops in the South and he was filthy. He was filthy. Like I'd learned all about uh, every sex position and disease, and, and he just made every he just made people laugh. And so, you know, from then on, there I you know I discovered Red Fox, and then mm-hmm. uh, Richard Pryor, and mm-hmm. Bob Newhart, and Eddie Murphy, and then Robin Williams. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So when I got into acting at nineteen, my goal was to be a stand-up, but I didn't know oh, my wow. my. Can you swear on this? Yeah. yeah, they'll they'll take, they'll they'll take it. it. I didn't Go know my it. ass from my elbow, so well, I didn't have a point of view. You know, I was just a young and naive, and I had this this again the angry dwarf in my head telling me how what a horrible person I am. So I was like, I can't, I can't get on stage. I can't tell jokes. I can't do anything. Right. So I found it easier to play other people. So I got into acting, and I had a really nice, have a really great career acting. Uh, and then at fifty three, um, I. Went to see my buddy um, at a stand-up uh, club, and I met Adam Hunter, who's my, now my my comedy mentor. And he does a night every night, Tuesdays at the Dime. And uh, I told him my story, and he's like, you got to get up. I'm like, I'm 53, man. I, I'm not going to do stand-up now. He's like, no, you got to get up. You're not too old. You're never too old to do stand-up. So he pestered me for like three months. So I said, fine. And I wrote five minutes, and I got up, and I been going at it ever since you killed it I, I, didn't it's, you? it's yeah it's it's addictive and i've been very fortunate you know um i opened for my friend in, at caroline's in new york um i've had some really great opportunities and i'm just plugging away at it and i love it i you know i wish i had done it you know when i was younger but right. you know i didn't i didn't have the point of view now i have six kids and uh i've i mean you got, been ma- through you got material, lot. I was gonna say, you got material you good content. i have a lot of content that i'm just scratching the surface too right. i mean with with being a celebrity couple and being in the magazines oh my and, god i can't imagine and so yeah so there's there's a lot of stuff to mind so um i'm looking to turn uh our podcast daddy issues into uh a talk show very cool um, love that. or uh or uh or a sitcom uh but i plan on you know plan on doing my stand up and uh continue acting and just plugging away just you know oh. trying to trying to make a living you know and is daddy issues yeah. is it who else is um on that podcast with you uh daddy issues is uh, with adam hunter okay, my, adam. my mentor yeah. and nikki paris so uh nikki's a gay comedian and he's fabulous so our our sort of through line is daddy issues i'm dean mcdermott i have six kids adam <laughs> hunter's a new dad and nikki needs a dad <laughs> oh, I love yeah. it. That's like so that. good. So I mean, you have a lot going on. Then you're killing it. That's awesome, man! Congrats. We're glad that that's going well for you. Come to Zanies in thank Nashville. Thank you. Please. Thank you. It's and yeah. talk about therapy. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, I, I just imagine. go up and I just tell everybody <laughs> what's going what's on up. in my head, and it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> good for you, man. Well, Dean, thank you so much for yeah, coming out and talking with us and being so, so open, much. man. We my pleasure. It. My we pleasure. And uh, 
And guys, uh, keep it up. Keep up the good work. Three, three and a half years out. That's mm-hmm. it's awesome that you're still together. Thank that's you. awesome work. Thank no, you. thank you, Dean. You've been our beacon of hope. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, guys. Thanks, All right, for thanks, Dean. Appreciate it. My pleasure. If you're like me, you haven't filed your taxes yet. But guess what? I have found an amazing hack. So taxes don't take over your life. I have just discovered Tax Pro Go from H&R Block. It's the easiest way to have your taxes done by an expert, all without leaving your house. All you have to do is tell them a little bit about yourself, and then H&R Block will match you with the tax pro that best fits your unique tax situation. Then you just upload your tax docs, and a tax pro will do all the hard work for you, all through your computer or mobile device. So you can get back to doing whatever you want. Focus on your side hustle, learn a new skill, listen to some more podcasts, anything other than doing your taxes. You don't even have to leave your couch. With TaxProGo, you get the convenience of expert tax prep from anywhere. Don't risk your refund this tax season. Get expert tax prep from a real-life tax pro so you get the maximum refund you deserve. Visit hrblock.com slash tax time to learn more about TaxProGo, the easiest way to have an expert do your taxes for you. Then sit back and relax. hrblock.com slash tax time. It's better with Block. Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock. He constantly bricks threes and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With Geico, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with Geico. It's almost better than sports. Worried about finding the perfect gift this holiday? Well, Peloton is the gift they're guaranteed to love. This holiday season, give your loved one what they really want. Give them the gift of a Peloton. And guys, we've been able to try out the Pelotons in store. Actually, Mike and I will go to a store just so we can walk on the treadmill or the bike because they truly are amazing. They offer a variety of live classes and other classes that you don't have to be live for. The instructors, the leaderboard community, there's so many options. It's a gift of a worry-free trial too. And with Peloton's new 30-day home trial, you guys can actually try the bike for free for 30 days. And should you decide that it's not for you guys, well, just return the bike for a full refund. Peloton will even come pick up at no cost. It's a gift they'll keep on using with an endless variety of entertaining live and on-demand classes, plus motivation from world-class instructors. It's a gift that keeps coming back well beyond the holiday season. And it's also the gift that saves them time. With an efficient, high-intensity cardio workout at home, they can spend less time commuting to their workout or braving the winter weather and more time with the people they love and things that matter. This holiday, give the gift of Peloton. For a limited time, get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike. Go to onepeloton.com and use promo code WINDOWN at checkout. That's onepeloton.com and use promo code WINDOWN at checkout. That was good. Yeah, man, we could just get in a room with him and Tori because he. Yeah. I felt like yeah. he was just saying everything that we've said for the past year on this podcast and it's just so refreshing to hear from someone else's mouth who's been through the same thing. Yeah. It's just it's just kind of comforting a little bit. And I love how he was just like, yeah, it's going to be with us forever. And that's it, it, that's no okay. Sugar. There's yeah. no shame in that. No. And I, I love that he felt that he said that because it just made it be like, okay, 
yeah, it was it was great, man. That was awesome having Dean on, and we definitely got to get together with him and have dinner, have some conversations because that was great. So I was thinking before we we'll get to an email, but I was thinking I want to touch on something that we talked about early in the episode. And I know I'm scared. We're talking about sentiment, <laughs> sentimental gifts because I'm sitting here through everything, kind of in the back of my mind, multi- yeah. multitasking, and <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, what if I get Janice something sentimental, but what if it's not? I don't write enough. What if I don't <laughs> put enough effort? And you two are laughing because there's a little inside joke here that I caught on to. Because for Jana's birthday, 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 apparently, I didn't write enough of my own stuff within the card. I wrote a few lines. I'm one of those guys that kind of gives you a little underline under the words that really are meaningful. <laughs> Underline. It's like, hey, uh, underline hey. the card words. Because. Happy birthday. Happy's underlined. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll like underline the ones. If the card says you are the most beautiful, like, and like he'd underline what they wrote under, like, well, <laughs> hey, homework <laughs> said it right. I couldn't say it better myself. Why am I going to reiterate? That's why I got the card because it said things that I feel and think. So why I say the same thing? Otherwise, I'll just get a blank card all the time. Just write it. Would you rather have that? Okay, so I. Yeah, she would. Probably. Yeah. So this is funny, and the way, reason he's bringing this up is because Sarah didn't write my birthday card yet, and I said, honestly, girl, just tell me what you want to say, because I... <laughs> no, I was like, do you have a pen I need to write in your birthday card? And she was like, oh my God, just honestly tell me, because, you know, I have like a thing with birthday cards. I do, I, I have like, a what? thing with, no, I have a thing with cards in general. I, I mean, just, with cards, sorry, I don't she meant like with it. cards. It's, for me personally, no, this is what no, I, this is, you took me into another I, I room I didn't because she to hear didn't. Her. I didn't want to upset Michael or like hurt his feelings. She goes, I just really hate when people don't like, you know, write their feelings and mean it and write a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I go into the room and Mike's like, what are you guys doing? I go, oh, well, I'm just writing in Jana's card, but I'm not going to write. I'm just going to say what I would say. I'd probably write something long and heartfelt and tell her, you know, how much I love her and how, how special of a day this is and how, you know, this day would mean nothing because it's her birthday. And if I wasn't here with, and he's like, okay, I get what you're saying. I just wanted for some reason I would, I've said this since I was probably in high school. I don't like, I I like cards that they're totally fine. The cards are amazing, especially Hallmark, Hallmark cards. I love them. But for when I get them, I would rather have some, I would rather like when I give someone a card, I, I write still like on the one side of it, like a real long, mm-hmm. you know, high school letter. But Dear Mike. Dear Mike, <laughs> comma. Um, but if someone were to give me a card, I would rather them make the card and then write their own words because that means more to me than just them giving me a Hallmark card and then saying, happy birthday, love Mike. But I never just say that. But you write like one sentence. <laughs> and I'm like, I will, I, I will like, never... <laughs> As all of you She's as like, my witness, I don't witness, like how it says "Happy will, birthday, have an amazing day." I will never ever get you a card with words in it ever again. Amazing. Every card will be blank. I love that. No, because then it's going to be blank, blank. Because he's not going to know what to write in it. <laughs> blank, blank. I can't that's wait. That's funny. So, that's that's actually funny because that is a thing with me and Ty too. So really, in the beginning, really? I love. No, I love cards. Like yeah. even since literally, I love. I keep all my cards. I have cards since high school Mm -hmm. um and i i always write you know not intense things but i'll go on for a little bit and he really caught on and it made me happy you know not all of them because i'll keep the ones where he writes a lot the other ones where he just says like i love you happy birthday i'm like you'll you'll keep my notes that say have like a sentence on them 
But that's like what if he underlines happy? Right, <laughs> right, exactly. I, you see how many underlines I had in that card. For, so for for those who uh, who might ever give Jana a birthday card in the future, give her a card. Put your blood, sweat behind in it. <laughs> on the back of it. Tape uh, a USB drive, thirty two gig USB drive with an entire thesis paper on how much you love her and how special I she just, is. I think like four sentences would be the appropriate four. At least four. See, nah, I'm feeling bad because I texted her and it really wasn't nearly enough now that I think back on my text. <laughs> no, texts Jana are fine. Texts are totally fine. I, I, I'm saying in a card, if you're buying someone else's <laughs> words, you should write more than, you should write at least four sentences your own. My handwriting is going to become really big. How do you sign your cards? Um, you know how I sign mine? Every time? How do I sign mine? The M? <laughs> no. How do I sign mine? Uh, how to do you. To uh, slurp? No. What? Oh, unbelievable. Really Clearly she oh, reads wow. the words Honestly, in these don't cards. Don't waste your time cuz she obviously doesn't remember these cards. Wait, you, forever yours. Thank you. Love yeah. Michael. Love forever Michael. yours, love Michael. And in you write, every card. Love Michael. Okay. Every note, every card, forever yours. Love yeah, Michael. I do. See, what do you I, write? I, I love that. And I say I love you big. What do you day. write? What 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 more could I say <laughs> in any other words besides forever yours? Oh. Thanks, babe. The same. What does Jana write? Dear Michael, she scribbles. Today, she scribbles out. No, she scribbles out the words. Like, do you do card. your signature? Like when you sign people's like shirts, is that how you like sign your cards? <laughs> no, I just do love wifey or Jana or slurp. Oh. And meanwhile, I'm like forever yours, forever yours, forever yours, Dior. forever mine, Bye, ever thine, ever thine, ever ours. All right, Mark, do we have an email so we can get out of here? We have a couple that are really like, you know, I have a reputation for giving good advice and there's a reason for that. I get these emails in advance oh, and so I get so to lucky. really think about them and so I come off as better than the host because they get sprung on them. Meanwhile, I, I can't put it. together a sentence. That's the truth. But these are so heavy that I don't know what to say to these people. Oh God, heavy. Ashley, my husband and I are 18 weeks pregnant. The past oh. few days, my husband has seemed distant oh. and avoiding me. I sensed something was wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I looked in his phone. Oh, no. no. I found, no, hold on. It's not, it's not where you think it's going. Okay. But it's not great either. I found a text exchange between him and his sister in which he confided that he doesn't want this baby, (gasps) that he never wanted this baby, and resents me because I'm carrying the baby. He wrote how he doesn't know if he ever loved me, that I pressured him into marriage and kids. He told his sister he's unhappy and doesn't know if he wants to be with me. Oh, I was blindsided. We both agreed to start trying for a family and moving our life forward. I believe it's his fear talking since it's our first child, but how can I move past this? He doesn't know I saw the text exchange, and I've tried addressing the topic without cornering him, but my heart is broken, and my anxiety is through the roof. I feel lost and numb. Any advice or prayers would be greatly appreciated. Oh, my gosh. First of all, take a deep breath, babe. You're pregnant. That anxiety is not good. Oh, Mike. I have I don't have any words for this one. That's that's hard because I feel like when she says that it's her, it's it's his fear. But I I don't know if I could ever forget those words if I saw that. Well, and it takes two to tango. He knows what he was doing when he got you pregnant. So and even if he felt forced, you still at the end of the day, I and I can I can kind of relate to ours where it's like okay, I know sometimes you felt pressed to the fire, but at the same time, it was still a decision that you did make too. That's tough. But I don't know if I could forget those words if I saw that on your phone. Yeah, that's uh man. I would confront him. You have I mean, to she, I, she I said, definitely she think she said, I don't know how she hasn't. Question. Do you bring I it up? Think, to I don't know how she hasn't. Do. But come not at a good pl- from a good place. That's my advice from a yeah. very 
from a very calm, calm collected, hey, I'm so sorry. I, I felt you a little distant and I'm so sorry. I, I looked at your phone and I saw this message and I'm just having a really hard time processing this. I know this is your private space and I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for breaking that space and breaking that privacy but now I don't know what or, to do with this and I need I need can, can we can we talk about this or does she just give him the chance to tell her maybe yeah. so, or does she I say I went I through your phone I don't think he would so tell her so I would I would just in my opinion again this is my opinion Ashley uh, just because being a guy and you'd have to really like Jana just uh, explained dance very delicately around introducing the fact that you looked at his phone um mm-hmm. so my just thought goes to try addressing it with him again from a standpoint of just ask him hey how are you feeling about all this and, and just being like you know i'm scared isn't that playing games though like you would get mad at me because i've done that no before. i'm not, I'm saying, not saying, but i went through your phone and all he does is yell at her why right, are you going through my phone right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what's that's hard about saying i went through your not, phone I'm, it's not about and then that becomes games. the fight okay. it's not about playing games it's not it's not about fishing it out because I know when you're trying to fish something out of me. But how is that not fishing? Because because it's still something that you want to have a conversation about. Well, it's what if still, he doesn't say anything? He's like, no, I'm good. I'm excited. Then then you address it, like you said. Okay. Because if not, then if she no, kept I'm, going, all I'm saying, uh, Yeah. No, no, yeah. don't keep going. All I'm I saying is, is start off with saying, expressing your fear. Because this is your first child. You're going to be a new mother. There's going to be fear attached. Sure. Be like, hey, I'm really anxious. I'm really fearful. Like, I don't, you know, how are you feeling? And if he does play it off, it's like, oh, I'm good. We're going to be all right then then be like okay and it doesn't even have to be in that moment it could be later that day or the next day to be like hey and do what jana said so that's just my thought and if and if he doesn't so to stop the fishing after that because i know i i've unfortunately done that in the past too where i've fished don't fish but i feel like that just i mean i get what you're saying but it's still she's still fishing it's it's do you it's see what a, I mean, though? Yeah, but it's yeah. an opportunity to talk about something that sure. that should be talked about anyway. Sure, it's not just trying yeah, to. Get it's information like a check in. Like it's like a check in. Sure, yeah. sure, we're on the same team. We're about to have a baby. Right. Let's. Okay, so start with Mike, hmm. end with mine. If it doesn't happen, and then Mark, any last words? No, I agree with you. I think it's good to just kind of try to get him to be honest with you, however you can do that. And I think saying, "What are you feeling? You've been distant lately. I want to know what's going on with you. And is he, are you nervous about the baby? I'm nervous about the yeah. baby. I'm are really we good? About this. Yeah. I don't want to give him an opportunity to get out, though, because I think he might take it, yeah. and then we're in another bad place. I don't know. Because I do think it's the fear, mm-hmm. and I do think he'll get over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if he had the opportunity to bail, I think he might. And I, we don't, I don't think we want to get to that point. Mm-mm. I like what you said, Mark, too, I, and of like, having hit, like of saying, hey, I'm scared too. So that way it invites right. him to yeah. be scared back. Right, exactly. So I like that. So do that, say you're scared, end with that. And Sarah, your last words, final words from Sarah. Call, Option C, B. Call the sister. <laughs> I'm calling the sister. That's interesting. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I wonder if they're close. That's interesting because the sister can tell her, don't worry, he's just panicking or sure. say, you've got a real problem here. If, if that was me, I'm calling sister first. But I think sister could but go that's to him we're... He'd probably go to him. Or sister would then go to the dude, the husband. Danger of that. Depends on how close all three of them are. But yeah, wow. That's mm. it's tough. Tough. You'll be all right, Ash.
All right, this one's from Anonymous. I got engaged to my boyfriend of three years. We lived together. Everything's been great. Well, one night he went to the bar and was having a friendly conversation with a woman. At the end of the night, they exchanged numbers. A week later, my gut was telling me to go through his phone, and I saw on Snapchat they've been talking and became best friends on it. When I confronted my fiance, he said, no, 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 we're just getting to know each other. Nothing has been said that would disrespect me or our relationship. Mm. He's also never given me a reason not to trust him, so I let it go. So I messaged the girl on Facebook. She said she originally said no to exchanging numbers, but decided she had nothing to lose, so she gave him her number. She also said he kept initiating the snaps and the conversations. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to believe. Any advice would be helpful. And then she also says, I love you both and literally use your podcast and television shows as therapy to help me in rough situations. So thank you for being so raw, open, and honest about your guys' lives. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Anonymous. Um, do I mean, guys need to have like if you're married you don't if you're engaged need to be, I yeah. just hashtag no new friends it's like the yeah, Justin no thing again it, it's kind it's of it's one thing and we've kind of touched on this before it's one thing if at work and over time with working with somebody you, you de- develop a relationship and you know but you talk about it with your partner, your girlfriend or your wife or whatever, they meet them. It becomes like a mutual relationship just because you're working with somebody. It's just one of those. Okay. A lot of people have those and that are healthy and within boundaries, meeting someone out at a bar, communicating via Snapchat. There is nothing mm-hmm. healthy mm-hmm. about and saying, I'm, we're just getting to know each other. Why do you need to get to know some random <laughs> chick you met at a bar? Yeah. That is bull. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. One thousand percent. Yeah. I think we all agree. So what should she do? Uh, I would say like stop communication with her. Yeah. Be like, this doesn't make me feel comfortable. If he's your fiance, your fiance, you're going to mm-hmm. potentially marry this man. Say you don't feel comfortable with it. Validate that you've never given me a reason to trust you, not to trust you, but I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable and I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. So I would like, you know, for you to cease Cease and desist. Yeah, cease. Cease and desist. Cease conversating. It's time for boundaries yeah. to be established. Yeah. Clearly, they haven't been, and guys are dumb. Yeah. So it needs We're to the be work. So, yes, that's a good. There you go, Papa Mark. The create boundaries. Boundaries need to be created now. <laughs> boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Um, hey, you guys, I hope every single one of you have the most amazing Christmas and New Year. We're going to be on hiatus for two weeks. We love you guys so much. For those of you that struggle during the holiday season, know that you're not alone. Um, Know that there's people out there that love you and that care about you. And we just truly hope that you guys have an amazing holiday season um, and find some peace um, these next few weeks. And for all those guys... Give a little, love a little. Give a little, love a little. And for all those guys out there, if you haven't gotten something sentimental for your girl, go do it. (laughs) Do it. Anything sentimental. all we care about. Minus Sarah. Just give her the shoes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Feliz Navidad. Whatever you celebrate, enjoy it and be present in those moments. And we hope to see you guys in 2020, God willing. <gasps> 2020. Bye, guys. Bye. Aw, sad. And another year. Oh ends. And another one bites mm-hmm. the dust. <laughs> and another one gone. And another one. <laughs> Looking our best means taking time for renewal, including skin renewal. But anti-aging retinol can be harsh and irritating. Well, Burt's Bees, my faves, have found nature's gentle yet powerful retinol alternative, Bacuchiol. 
and has made it the key ingredient in their Burt's Bees Renewal Skincare line, which includes a firming moisturizing cream, refining cleanser, and more. All formulated without parabens, phthalates, SLS, and petrolatum. Go to burtsbees.com slash renewal and take time for renewal today. Hey, I'm Joe Levy, and on the latest episode of Inside the Studio, I sat down with one of the all-time great singer-songwriters, James Taylor. We talked about his new album, where his music comes from, and how telling his life story through his songs has helped him. Music saved my life, but I was lucky also to survive. I did some very stupid, some some years that were, were just really high risk, unnecessarily so, and a lot of people around us died, you know. So join me, Joe Levy, editor-at-large at Billboard, for this and other in-depth conversations with the biggest artists in music. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts.